0: This is Coaches Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Hey, hey, welcome to episode one, the very first episode of Coach's Chat. I know you have been losing sleep over not having enough podcasts to listen to, so here I am to save the day. In all seriousness, I'm excited to talk training, share some insights on building a successful career, and illuminate the voices of some awesome professionals in the industry. During COVID and in moving to a solo business, I've really missed talking the nuts, bolts, and even some of the new fads of coaching with my coworkers, and many of my colleagues who have made similar career moves have shared that same sentiment. So I want you to think of this podcast as a kind of break room discussion in between clients or as an after work happy hour, Um, maybe with someone who is a little less pregnant than me at the moment. And while this is geared primarily to other fitness professionals, I really think that exercise enthusiasts, people who like going to the gym, can also really enjoy it as it, we're going to be pulling back the curtain on some of our challenges and some of our successes as coaches in the industry. So the show is going to feature two different kinds of episodes. Uh, one of the kinds of episodes are going to be solo quick ones, which will feature tips, tricks, and actionable advice all in 20 minutes or less. That's just you, me, and my thoughts and advice for building your most successful career. And then I'll also have another kind of episode, which is going to be longer, and will feature interviews with special guests. So other... Um, professionals in the industry, and I'm really excited about those. So I thought I'd take this first episode as an opportunity to share a little bit about my journey as a coach. I do not have an undergraduate degree in exercise science. That is not sort of the path I was planning on going. I have a performing arts background as a young person, and specifically, I did a lot of dance. So movement was really always important to me. I just wasn't necessarily sure how that would appear. I also really loved watching sports. Um, I'm a huge NFL fan, particularly the Baltimore Ravens, but um, like hockey and baseball and kind of watching anything. And when I would go to a game, I was kind of always enamored with athletic trainers on the sideline. And learning a little bit more about the differences between like athletic training and strength coaching, I now know that that necessarily wouldn't be the role for me, but it is something that pointed me in that direction. So It happened to be that post undergrad, I had gone from being really active in school, dancing a lot. Um, I went to the gym really frequently, mostly doing kind of cardio workouts. Or if I found like a strength circuit in a women's health magazine, I would cut it out and then I would do that workout in like the school rec gym but in my first unrelated internship um, after college I was very sedentary something I hadn't been used to and I started to feel the mental health effects of that the physical effects of that and sort of the loss of a movement identity per se but wasn't quite sure where to go So the thing that seemed interesting was running a half marathon. Not quite sure why, but it was something that just popped up. And I thought, okay, well, people do that recreationally. I can do it. I had never run before. I probably hadn't even really run to catch a bus before. So I trained on my own. Pretty poorly, I would imagine, looking back um, for a half marathon, but I did it. And in that moment, I experienced this euphoric pride that came with setting a goal, creating a training plan, and then achieving that goal. And I had the attention of family and friends saying, wow. I can't believe you did that. I would love to be able to do that. And it was that, that sort of reach out from friends and families, even more than the physical accomplishment, that made me pause and think, I think I'm interested in becoming a personal trainer and maybe leading people to reach these goals. Now, I will say, I had zero frame of reference for what a personal trainer really does, which I think the general public is also in the same boat as I was. I mean, I think that the personal training I had seen up until that point was probably just examples on TV, like in Biggest Loser or maybe in like, extreme makeover shows and in TV representation. So I knew that everyone on The Bachelor was a personal trainer, but what did that mean? Through a Google search, I found that it was very easy to put your credit card number in, get a textbook and become a certified personal trainer. Um, with no background really in exercise science up to that point that's what i did i will say that i passed i did all the quizzes um i i knew more certainly when i was finished that certification than i had before but i was in for an awakening when it came to taking on my first real full-time personal training job And honestly, I didn't pursue a full-time personal training job in a gym right away because I felt like, okay, well, I have this certification, but I haven't ever trained anybody. What does that really look like? Um, Can I actually do that? I did not feel confident in my skill set, and I felt like I would be maybe laughed at or not comfortable or wouldn't be able to deliver for clients who were going to spend a lot of money. So I spent a little time doing other kinds of jobs and doing personal training on the side for people I already knew would pay me some for, to write them um, programs or to do a little training. And I worked in some different, I worked in a retail setting. Um, also providing some like training resources, but it wasn't as a full-time personal trainer. It all got serious when I finally decided to bite the bullet and thought, I'm going to apply for personal training jobs because I am certified and that seems to be what is required. Sometimes you don't even have to be certified yet. You just have to be interested in getting a certification in order to be hired at a job. And I think a lot of sort of hang-ups about my physical appearance and my lack of experience um, all kind of coalesced. And so I was too nervous up until this point. But I finally said, I need a new job. I need to make this leap and I'm going to go for it. I had two personal training interviews in New York City. That's where I lived at the time. The first was for a gym that within the first five minutes of the interview, I thought, oh, there is no way I'm doing this because it felt sleazy. They were talking about how I was going to have to sell their supplements to clients. Even the language about sort of like weight loss and goals, which certainly at that time, which was many years ago, even I felt differently than I do now, I still had this, like, uncomfortable feeling around, like, uh, this doesn't seem like it's going to be the right fit for me. So I got home, and they emailed me that they wanted me to come in for a second interview, they wanted um, to pursue hiring me. And I was like, I can't do it. No, thank you. And I was feeling really discouraged because I thought, oh, maybe that's this industry. Maybe this industry is just like sleazy weight loss gimmicks and um, selling supplements. And I didn't, I didn't think I'd be up for that. Luckily, I did not cancel my next interview, which was with Equinox, a very large commercial gym chain, and it was the perfect fit for me. The vibe there was definitely not uh, sleazy sales, at least in the space that I was in, and it felt far more like people really cared about the work that they were doing. There was an elevated sense of purpose to me in terms of delivering clients um, full life-changing experiences, as well as a huge emphasis on education. And if you're not familiar with the Equinox brand and specifically their personal training, education is at the core of their program. And it really shows in terms of some of their, you know, most elite trainers who go through their the wealth of knowledge along with the understanding of really treating a client like a human being it set me up for a lot of success so i got hired at the 92nd street equinox upper west side and i worked there first year was tough and i'll definitely talk about that in upcoming episodes but Starting out as a personal trainer is not for the weak of heart, and in order to ultimately build success, there's a lot of sacrifice in the beginning in terms of time, energy, effort, um, financial instability, and a really tough schedule in the beginning. But I knew somewhere deep down there, I kind of just felt like this was going to pan out, and I definitely couldn't see myself Um, not giving it a shot. And so the first year was tough, but I I built my business and I really thrived in the gym setting, in getting clients, um, moving up through the levels of personal training, garnering some additional certifications and some promotions. And it turned out to be a really wonderful experience. Though I will say I got to a point um, about three and a half years in to that, or three years into that position, where I thought, okay, what's next? And for me, living in New York City was very challenging in terms of, it's a city pace that it was a bit exhausting to me. And I wasn't necessarily dying to stay there um at that time so i decided that the next career move for myself was moving out of a full-time personal training position and seeking out further education particularly because my undergraduate degree isn't in exercise science i thought well i'm going to go back to school and get my graduate degree and i did in applied physiology and kinesiology and human performance at the University of Florida, and that brought me down to Gainesville, where the weather is more optimal for me in particular, and the pace is a little more my style, though. I have to say now I'm nostalgic for New York at times, but the the daily hustle was a lot. It was a lot. So I got that graduate degree at the same time I took on a position, personal training again at Gainesville Health and Fitness, a commercial gym facility here in Gainesville. Very much um, lauded in the community and the personal training experience was really terrific. Um, I had a lot of respect for my colleagues coming in, which was such a new experience coming in as an as someone who'd already been training versus when you first start. So that was super cool. And then I had tons of opportunity to take on leadership and educate other trainers. And that is where I really found kind of exactly what I'd been looking for. This opportunity to take my knowledge, my education that I had built relatively quickly, but also what I find to be one of my um, most important strengths is understanding human behavior, human psychology, as well as behavior change and um, coaching people. And so I was able to take all of that and really provide guidance for new trainers and show them where they could succeed fast forward a bit to sort of the world shutting down as a result of COVID-19 and I had just built my Instagram which was intended to help other trainers build their education particularly around Um, female athlete training, but just new trainers in general and providing excellent, superior coaching for personal training clients. So I'd started that and I had just presented um, with the National Strength and Conditioning Association at their Florida State Clinic. I was um, scheduled to do a few seminars locally at different gyms, and then everything shuts down, and I was left with a choice of, was I going to wait until a gym opened up and return to that kind of same thing I had been doing, which I would have been fine doing, but it, it really opened the door for me to reach clients in a variety of different places. I'm training some of my clients who I used to train in New York. I'm training clients who live in Seattle and some in California. And I've had a client in Greece. Um, I have some clients who are relocating to Israel soon. So I have a worldwide client base. I've been able to move on to online programming and create some more um, sustainable exercise programs that can be done at home as well as um, open up access maybe for individuals who can't afford um, individual personal training but they might be able to participate in a group training program or find a different option that works for them and then In the last few months and what I'm honing in on at this moment is getting back to that educating trainers, providing them with the guidance that you wish you got out of your initial certification and going from the dream or the thought of can I make this work to actually building a long, sustainable financially lucrative, and really rewarding career, helping people discover their best health and their best lives. So I'm loving it. And at this point, I was going to talk to you a little bit about what foster strength is, but I've kind of done that in that I offer individual personal training and strength coaching virtually. I also offer hybrid programs where an individual gets a personalized exercise program delivered through True Coach, and then we meet weekly via Zoom, as well as they have um, the ability to contact me through the week. We do coaching calls to talk through motivation and lifestyle habits, as well as just troubleshooting their program and reassessing for their goals. And then I started a monthly membership program, which is a template-based exercise program where we work on three-month cycles. Um, Depending on that three-month cycle, there is sort of a different goal. But these are workouts you can do at home or at the gym. You pay um, a monthly fee, and I also give you those workouts through True Coach, and you have access to a Facebook group where we share some other things like some videos, some recipes, some stretching ideas, some recovery tools, things like that. So those are my three signature programs that I offer in terms of coaching. And then I am deep in building the trainer education side of this. So offering this podcast... We are in the beta testing round of my fit pros mentorship, which is awesome and is really going to help new trainers, trainers who have been in the industry two years or less, um, take that leap from feeling insecure, feeling doubtful about really pursuing full time, to discovering their most confident trainer self, and building a super lucrative and successful career. And then I'm building some courses for um, continuing education credits, and I'm going to offer some live event, live education events, some webinar education events. So basically, sky is the limit, and somewhere in there, I'll take maternity leave. So that's my first episode tell you all about me. They won't be quite so personal in the future, and they're going to be more actionable for you, things to really take away and apply to your business, to your career right now. But I thought I'd give you some background first. So keep an eye out for those future episodes. I also just wanted to let you know that when this comes out, we'll be at the start of Content Madness May at Foster Strength. So all month long, I'll be featuring free resources and free content every single day of the month through my Instagram and through my website. Instagram, you can find me at foster underscore strength. And... My website is bfosterstrong.com. B as in Betsy, fosterstrong.com. I'd love to hear from you, hear about what you thought of this episode, as well as what you're interested in hearing in the future. So hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM, or you can email me, Betsy at bfosterstrong.com. Let's open these lines of communication. Let's talk about what's going on. I'm excited. I also would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast. And if you're interested, please leave a review. That helps more people see the see and gain access to the podcast. All right. Well, go enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. I am immensely grateful for your support. And until next time, bye!